Viewer discretion is advised. Hey everybody, welcome back to Rogue Patriot Radio. We have a very special episode for you today. We have a very special guest who I've looked forward to talking to for a, a long time now. I have been an avid follower of hers on many different social media platforms. She is a incredible researcher. She is a huge Anon. She is a fellow patriot. She's a fellow small business owner. Some of you know her as Misfit or Liberty Red. Today we're going to be talking with Miss Amy. How are you today? It's a beautiful day. It's nice and warm. I'm ready for the cooler weather, honestly. You know, I would I would agree, except I live near Seattle-ish, and that means nine months of rain. So oh. I'm not looking forward to that. I know that, you know, the heat does get exhausting for sure, uh, but I'm not looking forward to nine months of rain. We've been, I think last weekend was the coolest it's been here in a little while, and it was still low to mid-90s. So where I live, I know you're going to laugh. Prepare yourself. All the listeners, prepare yourself. It's like 80 here, and it's fucking hot. Oh, my gosh. I know. I know it's not the same kind of hot as it's got to be a different kind of, like, humidity or something because it is just incredible how hot 90 feels. And this is coming from I am a Pacific Southwest girl. I grew up in Arizona and Nevada and California, and so I definitely lived in temperatures where it was 121 outside. But this is just a different kind of hot up here in the Pacific Northwest, where 80 degrees is like, holy shit, how is it 80 degrees? It feels like it's a million. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very humid down here in Missouri where I'm at. And it, uh, I don't know. I'm done. I'm over the heat. After, after going to Iraq and coming back from there, I'm done with the heat where i was stationed down in texas reminded me of iraq weather-wise because of the type of heat it was and nope i'm a cold weather guy you know i do and as much as i know i say i don't look forward to nine months of rain it's a long long time of gray right but the rain itself is very therapeutic and i do enjoy the rain it's very relaxing and calming it is. And, you know, um, our minds, our minds have a lot of power over our lives. And the idea that the rain is cleansing also really helps, like mentally, if you will, the cleansing rain and imagining whether it be your worries, your troubles, your heartaches being washed away. Uh, your mind is a very powerful thing. I love how you worded that. I was actually thinking that right before you said it. You, I, I really enjoy um, the therapeutic of water in general, uh, but rain specifically is, it's an incredible, uh, it's an incredible element in our world. I would agree with you 100%. So you were talking a little bit uh, earlier when we were discussing the podcast about infighting. Infighting, yes. So I do want, this is something that actually is really, um, I think is really important right now to recognize that from 2020, by comparison to 2023, okay, 
we're going to just take that little time period and recognize the amount of people that can now identify the evil in power at the top. That's oh, progress. 100%. So I want to, I want to acknowledge the progress as a population of people. I mean, think about it. If you think about the population without illegals, 330 million Americans and a good portion of them at this point can now identify the crime syndicate at the top and not just like individuals, if you will, but like there's a, there's a syndicate working together against the people and the people can now identify that. And that is huge. But I think with that has come a lot of people that have the ideas, which is needed to end the crime syndicate. But the amount of people that have these ideas and they don't agree with everybody. Like we all disagree, right? It's land of the free. We all are allowed to think our own ways. And so I think this creates infighting because we can all acknowledge there's a crime syndicate at the top, right? We're, we're all pretty much on that page, but how do we fix it? That's where the fighting comes in. Well, and I think another issue that we have is there are I guess what I would call undercover operatives in that same group who... I call them agent provocateurs. Yes. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect description. Yeah. yeah. Who are being paid to stir up trouble. 100%. There's and, definitely a group of that. And I think that that's, one, why people need to be careful who they follow and watch when big events happen or things you know that happen how they respond to it because well, that is usually a dead giveaway a hundred percent i agree with that i want to add a little um maybe more personal perspective so I've had social, I've had 70 social media accounts disabled. During this time, I've made a lot of Patriot friends on the journey, right? And we pick each other up and we reboost each other. And over this last um, major Sound of Freedom tool that was released, it sure has caused a lot of squabbling and infighting in the groups in which I run in. And so I want to say, and I, there's particular people that I wish that they were listening because they need to hear it. At the end of the day, the sound of freedom is nothing more than a tool being used to wake people that would otherwise not acknowledge the problem. And so a lot of these tools, like sound of freedom, is not for people like me, not for people like you. It's for the normies to wake them up and get them to acknowledge some of these issues that we have that they would otherwise look away from. And so to have all of our patriots squabbling amongst ourselves, creating weakness within ourselves over a tool that's not intended for us anyway. See, see where I went with that? Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, you know, I, there's, there's, there's people that I absolutely, it's affected my sleep, okay? That's how serious this is. Um, these patriots I've been running with on the internet that I've never met in real life, but we've picked each, up, picked each other up a million times. We're on these social apps hours and hours a day. 
Um, these people, I love these people. These are people that stood with me when I was being mocked and called names and treated generally really shitty. And so for them now to be fighting with each other and having issue over a tool that was not intended for them says a lot. It's, it's, it's a hard a hard pill to swallow and i think that there are people that want to discredit the movie because it comes from hollywood because of where's the money going all of that type nonsense and i think that because we are truthers because we seek truth that those are valid thoughts however we shouldn't allow them to affect the sheer and simple fact that that movie is not intended for people that's already awake People that are already awake go deeper than what that movie had to offer. Mm -hmm. But is it still a very valid tool to wake up my friend Jenny from the mall that I see every now and again? And now she's asking me questions about what I know because that's what it did. That's the big, it opened the eyes of people that would otherwise not acknowledge. Well, and you look at how hard mainstream media and all these leftist publications have come out against the movie and against child trafficking in general where they're now saying you know putting out articles saying that child traffic even the doj putting out articles saying that that child trafficking is not that big of an issue anymore yet three years ago these very same publications we're putting out articles talking about how devastating of a, a problem this is and it doesn't get the attention it deserves and it's like why is your agenda flipping now besides you getting paid for it well so it's those same people those same people that are trying to say that child trafficking is not an issue. Those are the same people that were pushing the Russia, Russia, Russia. Mm -hmm. Those were the same people saying that Trump was in bed with other countries. Those are the people that have pushed fake news and propaganda on the people for years and years at this point. I would even be inclined to say that the Clinton Foundation was caught trafficking children in Haiti. Mm -hmm. Correct? Yep. And now the piggyback movie that's coming behind Sound of Freedom that is being done by the same people is actually going to do a special on Haiti and the children being trafficked in Haiti. So do we see how this is tying back to the Clintons and we're going to drag those motherfuckers out into the into the light? Oh, I didn't know. To where the normies won't be able to turn away. Yeah. It's all tools. It's all tools. But would that movie, the Haiti version of Sound of Freedom, be for people like you and me? No. I already know the Clintons are dirty. I already know the Clinton Foundation is bullshit sham. I already know they're hiding crimes against children behind the Clinton Foundation. So that movie wouldn't be for me. But how many people is it going to wake up? How many normie people are going to turn around and go, holy shit, did you know this about the Clintons? And all us conspiracy people will have this big ass smile on our faces going, yeah, <laughs> we knew. Mm -hmm. We tried to tell you. Yep. I think it boils down to it's going to keep coming in waves. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like waves at the ocean. And at first, it's only just on your ankles. It's only just hitting your toes. And pretty soon it's hitting your ankles. And pretty soon it's hitting your knees. And before you know it, it's at your waist. And if you don't acknowledge it soon, it's going to fucking drown you. Well, I think that that 
kind of was made by design where people are getting a little bit at a time instead of being overwhelmed all at once by all of it and just you know i can't yes. i can't handle this because that tsunami's coming well and that's right and back in 2020 when i first woke up and i first started dibbling my toes in the water it was overwhelming i cannot express to you how many hours i set in anxiety sweat reading and um and watching different podcasts and videos and explanations and how overwhelming it truly was and at the same time Whenever I'd speak to it with a normie type person, they would call me a conspiracy theorist. They would call me names and they would um, discredit my credibility. And even, I'm going to be honest here, even my husband was like, you're a conspiracy theorist. (laughs) He would call me Alex Jones all the time. He'd be all right, Alex Jones. Okay, so we made a bet, me and my husband, back in 2020. And I was like, if this shit comes true, you're going to replace my fucking tinfoil hat with a goddamn gold tiara, a crown of knowledge, because this is true. And the other day, we were chatting about some of these world corruptions and indictments on President Trump. And uh, I looked him dead in the eye and I said, my tinfoil hat's looking gold. And he verbatim said, yes, yes, it is. So, you know, the normies, my husband was a normie. Uh, The normies are waking up. They can now acknowledge the crime syndicate at the top. They can now acknowledge that human trafficking is happening right under our nose. And it's a huge epidemic. And it's because of the tools, even if they are Hollywood tools, even if they are mainstream type outlets, uh, they are still valuable as a tool. I think work needs to be done deeper, though, and people need to do their own research and their own comparison. Earlier, when we were getting set up for this podcast, I had said to make a comparison, and I think this is a great comparison for people, is to go compare our school system, our public school system, with the prison system and ask yourself, why are they all so similar? Why are our children being treated as if they're prisoners? I mean, they get to go home at night. So there is that variation. Let's be honest. There is a slight variation there. But for the most part, like making these kinds of comparisons for yourself uh, in 2020, when I woke up, my big comparison was what is Google showing me? And then when I go do this same search, same keywords on Brave Browser, Yandex, QWant, at the time, DuckDuckGo, like why am I getting different results? How come the results aren't the same, like, or relatively similar? How come there's all these other stories on these platforms? And then, you know, Google is very limited and very fact checks. Like there's 25 fact checks before I can get to an actual story. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big tell. If there's 25 fact checks before you can actually read the story. Like, I mean, that doesn't seem like propaganda or like they're trying to convince you of something. Well, one thing I've definitely noticed majority of the time whatever the fact check sites say snopes whoever they are especially the facebook fact checkers uh whatever they say is generally the opposite of what's true 
A hundred percent. I, you know, anytime I roll through Facebook and I find somebody with like five and six fact checks on a post, I will actually leave them the comment fact check jackpot. <laughs> you must be over target. You hit the jackpot. I actually dropped my Facebook page uh, many, many, many years ago now. And uh, it's been so peaceful not worrying about Facebook anymore. And I actually did it because I had found out that um, Facebook had sold user data somehow on the black market. And it was United States user data. And I was like, hold on a second. So our information, anything we put on Facebook is now being publicly sold to who knows who for them to use however they want uh no thank you i won't have any part of this you know that brings me to ancestry.com and others like them the dna testing all that shit that shit's being done the same thing it's being sold to other parties and now they're able to use it in even um crime investigations which you know in for I, I'm a big enthusiast of justice and accountability, but I also think it needs to be done by the rule of law and you should not be allowed to circumvent the rule of law with your financial financial being. Mm -hmm. So th I have a problem with the fact that like ancestry and others like them have been utilized in such a way. Uh, however, I am a big fan of justice and accountability. So it's a weird, weird place to live. Um, when it comes to Facebook, I had my original Facebook. I used to be a hold hold your pants on, friends. I used to be a nude model. Uh, I did modeling, and I was a casino dealer where I dealt blackjack in bikinis and booty shorts in Vegas. I was a Hard Rock Hotel and casino dealer. I worked at the Caesar's Palace as well. Um, and then on the side, I did all kinds of various modeling, including I was one of Playboy's painted ladies at the mansion parties so like i had all this stuff on facebook right i had 15 years of experiences and life um my late husband had passed away so my entire life with him was on facebook my two adult children that are now adults right when they were children uh their their growing up was also posted on facebook back in 2021 when uh, my pound company had revoked my licensing, I was also canceled on Facebook and they had removed my profile. Uh, when they took that profile, they took my modeling career, my lifetime. I did event modeling. So, you know, at each event, you would take a picture and post it up into a, uh, a, a file so that later when you're like, Hey, I want to do this job with you. You could send that file and they could see all thousand jobs that I've done with other companies and my picture in their booths or representing their brands. Um, all of that was taken. All of my, uh, portrait photography, what like modeling photography was taken my life with my late husband, my children. Uh, so that set me on a trajectory of no, you won't take my voice. And, I sleep good at night knowing that a multi-billion dollar conglomerate company has been trying to shut my ass up for years and failed. 
I will never surrender. I will keep going back to Facebook until that fucking place collapse. Sorry for the language. Oh, I already put the disclaimer at the beginning talking about, I cuss in it all the time, talking about uh, viewer discretion advised. I put that at the beginning of all of my podcasts. <laughs> you know, I, I, I do have a potty mouth. My dad was a sailor. He used to throw and catch airplanes from aircraft carriers. Hmm. Yeah. He's a good man. We watch Blue Angels fly every year when I was a kid. My dad taught me to be the patriot that I am. I love him very much. He left us when he when I was 17 years old, and I'm now like 45. So a lot of all I have left of him is memory. But he instilled a great sense of patriotism in my soul. Oh, your dad passed away when you were younger, just like mine did. That's a hard road because, you know, there's many times in life that we wish we had that person whether it be your mom or your dad or somebody you were close with. My dad was an amazing man. Sounds like it. I mean, but he was also salt of the earth man, right? He was, he was a hardworking Mason. He worked with um, brick and mortar and built walls and shit like that. He was salt of the earth man. And I think that that's what we're witnessing is the salt of the earth people are coming together to overthrow the elite class because the elite class is preying on us. Oh, 100%. And people are starting to realize now that the life that we've been accustomed to living, the 9 to 5, going to work every day, you know, blah, 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 yada, yada, working 50 years of your life to have a good 10 to 15 years of relaxation after retirement, we're just... I mean, we're slaves in the system. We are slaves in the system to the point of in those last 10 to 15 years, if you get them, that you get to retire, you could lose your house because you didn't you, you couldn't afford the public school tax mm -hmm. when you don't even have children in the system and haven't since, you know, your 40s or whatever your when your children grew up. But I mean, it's just unreal. In the town I live in, I live in a small town, guys. My the town I live in, we have a Walmart. Okay, we don't have a Walmart and a Target, right? We have a Walmart. That is, so it's not a big city. It's a little city. Uh, our homeless population has turned into mostly senior citizens. Do you know how disgusting that is? Mm -hmm. It is absolutely unacceptable to allow senior citizens to have to live on the street. When I see somebody older than me sleeping on the sidewalk, like that shit is just unacceptable. Well, and you look at our elected members that supposedly represent us, and for so for the past almost three months now, I have been on a mission to figure out a way, one, how to create a national memorial, because we have national memorials for every major conflict since World War One that have the names of all the fallen service members lost during, you know, that particular war. Yes. So I've been on a mission to try to figure out how to create a national memorial so we can get a national veteran suicide memorial made because those veterans and service members who have died by suicide, losing the ultimate battle that all of us face on a daily basis 
there is no there's no database with those names they're not getting remembered like they should and it's something that's really been bothering me ever since I started my business last year and so back in June um, I sent out an email to seven I think different congressmen and senators and I sent one to to President Trump as well and I got an automatic reply from Trump's office but then I never heard back from anybody so last month I called um, Senator Hawley's office because he's one of my he's one of the Missouri senators where I'm at I love or I think I love him and I left a voicemail because apparently everyone was busy or it was after hours or something I don't remember I left a voicemail, told him who I was, told him that I had sent out a message the month before and that I hadn't heard anything back, that they, I needed someone to call me or email me back and let me know the answers to the questions that I had asked. And what started me down this path was I had come up with a new design in my head. And part of this design was going to include 3D printed um, dog tags with names of people who are in the 22 a day um, veterans who have died by suicide and in the research that I did to try to find somewhere anywhere that had these names because I know the VA doesn't track it um, I couldn't find it and that's when I realized there is no National Veteran Suicide Memorial so I, uh, just last night, I sent out another message to, uh, both of my senators, uh, Schmidt and Holly, and then another one to Trump. So I figure I give it a few days. I'm going to end up being a thorn in every one of these people's sides. They're going to know my name because somebody's going to give me the answers that I'm looking for. As it should be. As it should be. Um, I do think that we're going to see resolves in our lifetime. I think we're going to get our retribution. And um, I hope that when that time comes, that that will also help lead to a better world for not only our veterans, for our seniors, for everyone, but for your mission. Uh, weird question, and I don't, I don't know the answer because I don't actually go on uh, military bases. But I have a question for anybody that does, in fact, go on military bases. Uh, I saw somebody had posted about, there was pictures about their commanding officers and all the way up the chain to the commander-in-chief. On your base, is there a picture of the commander-in-chief, or does that frame set empty? So at the VA... Um, there was no picture there for two years, two and a half years, I think it was. Um, every every time I went into the VA, I looked because they have the same kind of pictures. Yes. And for two and a half years, 
after he supposedly got put into office. Uh, there, it sat empty. And I've seen videos of the pres president's list in um, D.C. still not having his picture on there. That's interesting to me. I find that a very interesting detail. And I ask myself often if the Biden administration is really in control of this country because if they were really in control of the country and they were really put there legitimately, their pictures would be in those places. Mm -hmm. And it, it usually happens fairly quickly. Well, you think about it. It's not just one man going around and doing all the jobs, right? It's right. like everyone who lives there and who frequents that building. And there's a, somebody in charge of putting that picture in that frame. Yep. It doesn't take two and a half years to do that. Mm -mm. And so I have questions. Um, and so, like, the reason I went down that lane is because I do believe there's going to be a day where our veterans are going to be celebrated better than they are today. Unfortunately, I do also believe we are going to go through some more hardship before we get there. I agree with that. Our veterans deserve better. Um, at the end of the day, there are so many sacrifices made in the name of freedom and in the name of America. And our veterans deserve better. They deserve better. They should not be going without medication. They should not be living in the streets. I mean, unless, of course, that's what they want, in which case, by all means, <laughs> right? Uh, but there's a lot of these people that wouldn't choose to live in the street had they had any other option. Well, and it's so I was out at Costco a little while back. I actually did a blog post on this, but I was out at Costco with my mom. And while we were doing the little self-checkout thing, uh, one of the employees came over and her husband is in the National Guard or just retired from it or something like that. And while I was scanning all the stuff, she was talking to my mom about how she doesn't like how veterans are treated nowadays and how it reminds her of the veterans that were coming back from the Vietnam War and how they were treated. And I just kind of blew it off at the time. I was like, eh, not really. Those guys, I mean, they were got spit in their faces and called baby killers and this, that, and the other. I mean, those guys had it rough. You know, they came home not even wanting to call themselves veterans because of how they were being treated. But then the more I thought about it, I realized that while it doesn't happen as much in your face nowadays because nobody's got the balls to do that for the most part it 100% happens at about the same level online oh I 100 online people have <laughs> just as a patriot so I'm not a veteran uh, I am the daughter of a veteran but as a patriot someone that stands by that flag proudly the amount of hateful rhetoric I get is un real like it almost brings tears to my eyes because the way that I get treated for standing next to that flag that very flag that protects all of our freedoms it protects these people's right to have their fucking rainbow flags it protects these people's right to fly their Ukraine flag in America 
are the ones that are shitting on this very flag that protects them as much as anyone else. It it kills me. Uh, I as a patriot, uh, I I would die to protect that flag. I would die to protect the things that that flag stands for, and. To have so many people be so fucking hateful for simply standing for that flag, for saying the pledge. I can't tell you how many times I get called a cultist for saying the Pledge of Allegiance. I remember saying that every day growing up in school. Uh, I say it every day on the on TikTok. I actually do the pledge every day. Um, and when I say every day, there are days that I just can't handle the social media pressure. So every now and again, I don't do it for the record, uh, but 90% of the time at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I go live on TikTok uh, because the J6 Choir sings our national anthem every night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time from their prison in protest of being political prisoners in America. So to amplify their voices, to stand with them, I go live on my TikTok and I play the song Justice for All, which is the J6 Choir and President Trump. Uh, the J6 Choir sings the national anthem. President Trump says the pledge. And so I go live with that every night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I am telling you, the amount of hateful rhetoric is unreal. And that, honestly, that blows my mind because I've noticed, you know, all the all the hate comments about the flag and all these warriors that want to come out and talk about all the flag apparel and everything else and that's against flag code and go read the flag code and pull your head out of your ass before you start talking please um but uh, what i noticed you know with all these all this bullshit that's been going on the past few years um the flag and the meaning behind it has been completely obliterated it's it sure seems that way i mean they push it now as a symbol of hate and that's not what it is at all i actually did a uh, earlier podcast episode about how the star spangled banner came to be and the story behind it and that was 100 percent incredibly difficult to get through um, because the fact that uh, he watched as the fort was bombarded continuously all night long. And when they went to that fort the next day to figure out how the flag was still standing, besides being bombarded all night long, and realized that it was standing because of the bodies of the patriots that were holding it up to protect it and keep it flying. And that just, you know, you have people out there now who sit there and protest and burn the flag and just the, the contrast between those two, it just absolutely blows my mind. Well, and those people that are out there that would burn the flag are the very same people that come into my comment section and behave as if a pair of spandex leggings that are in flag print are a violation of flag code. And at the end of the day, let's pretend for a second. Let's pretend just for a second. Are you ready? That my leggings, in fact, 
wore a flag in their past life, and I was wearing them. We live in land of the free, and the the idea that you can burn the flag and not be imprisoned for it. What difference does it make if my if I'm wearing flag print, print leggings? Like, what are you going to fucking do about it? Fucking do it then. Bring it. You want to fucking fight me over my flag print leggings? Fucking bring it. It's land of the free, home of the brave. And I promise you, I'm a brave motherfucker and you're not getting my leggings. I'm when it comes to the flag code bullshit, I am under attacking it constantly because I have sports bras. I have leggings. I have T-shirts. I, you know, my everyday patriotism, even my fingernails are painted in tribute to the flag. Mm -hmm. Um, But they want to come and be they want to behave as if it's a violation of flag code somehow. But here's the other side of it. Flag code. When you read the code. The flag has a certain number of stripes. It has a specific number of stars. It has a very specific design. And if you were to actually look at my nails, no, they're not a flag. I got I got some star print ones. I got some red ones. But they are not a flag. They do not meet the code that requires, like, a certain number of stars, a certain number of stripes laid out in a very specific way, right? Uh, and... and these people that want to behave as if they know flag code don't know shit. Mm-hmm. They're the ones out there burning the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, flag code, That I catch a lot of that one. That one I catch a lot of. And honestly, that's why I got disabled yesterday because I went at somebody and I was like, fucking bring it. We're land of the free. People are out there burning it. I don't give a fuck. I'll wear whatever the fuck I want to. Even if it, like, let's hypothetically say that it was a violation of flag code. Like, it's land of the free. There's nowhere that is, that, that's a, a guideline. Kind of like the FDA, the CDC, they put out a guideline. This is how you're supposed to treat the flag. This is not a law. Mm-hmm, yep. And I think that that code came about as more of a respect kind of thing. Like, don't take the 100%. flag and turn it into a blanket kind of, you know. 100%. A hundred percent. And, you know, I have flags that I have hanging in my house in respect to the flag. And then I have blankets that look like the flag. I've got leggings that look like the flag. I got fingernails that look like the flag. But at the end of the day, they are not flags. They are tributes to my patriotism to this great nation. Speaking of flags, your flag dress is absolutely amazing. Ah, I love that one. That one got disabled yesterday. Have to make some new ones in the dress. Um, that one is, I, I kind of just pieced it together and it worked hmm. for fourth of July. Uh, it was America's birthday. So I set myself up with a dress and when it came in the mail, my husband's like, give me the card. And I was like, I'm not giving you the card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. And he goes, is this for fourth of July? And I looked him dead in the eye and I said, nope, it's my everyday patriotism. Yeah. I even fly a flag on my car. I have a. What is it? It's a four by, I want to say it's a four by three, four by two and a half Mm -hmm. uh, flag that flies on my (laughs) WRX. The flag is almost bigger than my car. I actually had a neighbor guy come up to me and he's like, why are you flying such a big flag on your car? And I was like, it's my everyday patriotism because I fucking can. Mm -hmm. So what's your thoughts on the black flag? The black flag. It's the opposite of the white flag, baby. White flag means I surrender. The black flag is the opposite. 
No surrender, no quarters given. I will not. You will not take shit from me. I will fight you tooth and nail. So do you know about the blood red flag? Uh, you know, I did some research into the red flag, and it's basically a hot zone is what I my understanding, I believe. It's, it's live fire. Pretty much anyone that's flying a blood red American flag, uh, don't mess with them because anybody and everybody is fair game at that point. Well, and I think that that's why we are witnessing a time where we don't have the commander in chief's picture on our, on our military bases and shit. I think that the period of time that we're witnessing is to avoid civil war, mm -hmm. to avoid civil war. I think, do you know that the, uh, the space force was not under the Posse Comitatus Act in 2020 when the election took place, the rigged selection took place in November of 2020, and the Space Force was not under the Posse Comitatus Act until 2021. So when Trump says he has it all, I have no doubt he has it all. Mm -hmm. I also believe the military is in control of our country. I do believe when you look at Trump, he's not concerned at all, not yep. even a little bit. Yep. So I, you know, and I don't pretend to be able to explain why I believe these things, but through my life experience over the last three years, the things that I've witnessed, I wholeheartedly believe the military is in control of our country and they are allowing the people of this country to recognize the crime syndicate before it's publicly prosecuted. Yeah. Well, and I think it's kind of a two separate thing right now. I think that the resident is in charge and you know the president of the bankrupt corporation 100 percent. and i think and that, trump is the true president of the free people the republic and if a lot of people who don't understand um when you go back and look at the inauguration um for biden that was not a presidential inauguration. When he went to, um, when they did the, 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 can, the cannon salute, and the, the music that they played, everything military-wise <laughs> is very specific. There's a specific reason behind everything. And his... Uh, there's a guy that I follow on Telegram that can explain it way better than me. But the the thing that they did with his inauguration was for uh, um, the funeral of a foreign dignitary. Interesting. And there was actually an inauguration, a uh, presidential inauguration, when Trump landed... Um, at Mar-a-Lago or wherever he went um, after he flew off. They did an actual presidential inauguration like the day before or something like that. Um, well, when you look at the, the resident and thief and his inauguration, if you will, there was a lot of inconsistencies, whether it be the people that did the military didn't have the right insignia and um, like their their ribbons and labels they're i don't even know what they're called but they're the the things they wear on their uniforms that indicate what ranking they are 
Yeah, the medals and ribbons and yeah. They didn't have all that shit. Yep. And then all of the evil in power, if you will, was all dressed it very much. If you compare it to the Hunger Games, they all were dressed and looked very similar to the Hunger Games. I also have I also have um, video of the uh, the military themselves turning their back on the incoming in- administration as he was driving through, as his brigade or whatever it is called was driving into that location. The military was turning their back on him. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that is interesting. And then there's people that want to justify it. Oh, they were just watching it. They were just watching the backside. Blah blah blah. No, that was weird. That was weird. Yeah, that's not a valid argument at all. They were just watching the backside. No. Every single one of them doesn't face behind them when a president's coming through. So I know you're on Telegram. Do you follow or have you seen Rattletrap1776? I'm not sure that I have. I'm very, very specific because of the amount of misinformation that goes around. I, although I follow probably a thousand channels on there, I actually only share information from very, very specific people. And because there's just too much misinformation and the minute that I get misinformation from your account or your channel, I will not share from that location again because, you know, um, the fact that there's so much bad information going around on both sides, whether it be left or right, it's, it's does us all a dis just a disservice it's not it's not something i want to be a part of and if i find that i have shared misinformation i will take it down immediately because it is really important to try and hold ourselves to the standards we wish that our journalists held themselves to right 100 percent uh so i'm gonna send i'm gonna send you that link um check them out when you get a chance um He's another veteran. He uh, he does a lot of plane spotting and stuff like that. Um, but a lot of what he shares is uh, he goes off of the Law of War manual. And so he goes in and explains a lot of the military meaning behind different things and what the law of war manual is and how it applies and and all that stuff and i think that i think you'd enjoy reading some of his stuff well and i i do really enjoy that kind of stuff at this point like i'm wide awake and my goal is simply to try and share these kinds of things these inconsistencies with other people around me so that hopefully they'll question uh, the people are waking up and the, the normie, the average everyday normie is now asking questions, which is a really important uh, aspect of this. So to be able to share valid, consistent information is important to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm always open to new sources. I'm also very cautious because there are agent provocateurs among us. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are. Yeah. So tell everybody where they can see you at. Oh, so right now, this is the hardest question I get. And the reason is because of the censorship. So I'm going to, number one, say my telegram is the best way to stay connected to me. Because all the things that I share 
get censored on Facebook and TikTok and even Twitter, honestly. I had lost an account under Elon even. So um, Telegram. My Telegram handle is at LibertyQ17. Um, And it would be Liberty spelled like it's spelled in the dictionary, the the letter Q, and then the numbers 1717. Uh, That is my Telegram channel. My other accounts are a bit harder. So right now on TikTok, I just opened another account that's at Harmonic Defiance. All one word, but spelled like it is in the dictionary. Uh, My backup account is Harmonic.Defiance. So that's my two TikTok truther accounts right now. And then on Facebook, I keep looking for my phone, but it's in my hand. On Facebook, I'm not on. Oh, I'm Starseed Liberty. Nope. I'm Starseed Rebel on Facebook. Um, On Truth Social, I am Liberty Red at Liberty Red. And then on uh, X, I believe I am. Gosh, that one's a hard one. I'm not even going to try that one because I can't remember what I am on X. (laughs) But I do think it's interesting that they got rid of Twitter. Um, Some of the drops that we read in the past that some of these platforms will collapse under the weight of their own corruption. And I think it's really interesting that Elon has changed that. I know that Elon is also doing some things for Maui, which is also impressive. I know that there's a lot of flack around him. And I, you know, I don't pretend to know that he's good or bad. Uh, but I do like to take the position of watch and see how they behave. And so far, Elon keeps and continues to behave like a patriot. So on X, I mean, you are at Misfit Patriot. There it is, Misfit Patriot. I knew that I was like, crap, I don't even know. Uh, but again, I have been disabled under Elon. Some of the podcasts I listen to say that they're in the Twitter code, that there is censorship built into the code. So it was always meant to censor people. Hmm. And so if Elon bought it and it's written in the code for censorship, he's going to have a hard time getting that back out of the code. And so, again, I'm not saying I'm a pro Elon. I am not I'm not con Elon. I am a watch and see how people behave kind of gal. And so far, Elon continues to prove that he has patriotic values. Uh, you know, time will tell. Time will tell us. Same with like Will Barr or Bill Barr. Uh, I also take a wait and see on him. I know that he's got a lot of cons, but I also know that there are people like there are agent provocateurs on our side pretending to be us. There are agent provocateurs on the other side pretending to be them. Yeah. And so I like to take that wait and see attitude. There are definite moments that my heart feels so much disappointment because of that wait and see attitude. But always remember that just. There are agent provocateurs on both sides. Mm-hmm. Well, I think with Elon, I think that he's another tool. Because uh, he's a tool. His uh, everything that the Twitter files when they came out. I mean, that one hundred percent was a wake up call to a lot of people. And they're recently letting out the Facebook files. Have you seen that? Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, so they're actually letting out the Facebook files as well. Um, I, I'll have to find. I'll have to go dig in my face, my Facebook to find it. But it came from Twitter, and I'll find the link for you for you to share. But there's there's more than one part at this point. I want to say that we're up to maybe two parts, possibly three parts of the Facebook files. 
and their censorship and their connections with the government. And the government was directly telling them to censor people like me, which is a violation of my First Amendment rights. Mm -hmm. And that is where I have like, there's so many people that want to be like, oh, it's a pretty company. Yeah, where the fuck are you at now? It's not a private company. They're being directed by the government. It's a violation of our rights. We're living in fucking communism America. This is not okay. Yep. Yep. Well, it has been a pleasure having you on. The pleasure is all mine. So tell everybody your website. She has... I'll, I'll tell you right now. I was on the I was on the website actually before uh, calling you today. You have some incredible one. Your website is awesome. Thank um, you. But you have some amazing pieces. You know, um, when cancel culture took my regular job, I needed something that they couldn't take from me, and so now I craft jewelry from my home. Uh, and I post them on my website and that is what that is. Um, my mom also crafts things. My mom is a great patriot as well. And then my mother-in-law also does patriotic things. So I sell stuff from both of them. Uh, at the end of the day, I, I am looking to sell things, right? But also that is not how I support myself. And so I do not want anybody to feel obligated to buy does that make sense? I want people taking care of themselves and being able to eat your food and to, to pay your bills. Um, and if you can, and if you find something that in my line that you think is beautiful, I'm so happy to share it with you, to, um, to mail it to you, to make it custom for you. But also my main objective in all of this is to simply share information. And while I listen to podcasts and try to get away from the internet, I craft jewelry. Uh, I use precious gemstones. I use sterling silver. Uh, I do have some, I don't know how to call it other than less quality items that are made with like glass beads uh, so that that way anybody can buy because I don't want just high-end items. I do like the high-end items. I make a lot of high-end items, but I also have very inexpensive patriotic jewelry um, to wear your everyday patriotism. I wear my patriotism everywhere I go, everything I do. Uh, so my jewelry is definitely... I love my jewelry. I actually plan to use it more for fundraising purposes. Right now I have two necklaces up that benefit a foundation called Change Unchained. And that is a human trafficking foundation that helps get trafficked humans back on their feet, helps them get the uh, counseling and therapy that they might need, helps them. Uh, they even have a shooting range to help them hone in their self-defense skills. Uh, it's such a beautiful foundation. And so that's why I choose to put some of my jewelry up to help fundraise for them. I even, I'm going to start melting reclaimed silver. I'm going to reclaim silver and make matches that are made from sterling silver pendants. Uh, and their theme is to burn it down. Uh, the Burn It Down Ranch is part of the Change Unchained Foundation, and it is a tiny home community where they give survivors of human trafficking a home and all the resources they need to be able to build a bright new future. And so I am one of the people that says, fucking burn it. Let's burn it so we can start again. 
anyway, I digress. I, I could go on and on. Well, that's the uh, that's one of the reasons um, I noticed in your beacon uh, those all that change unchained stuff. Uh, so that's why I was wanting you to put your website out there. Yes, uh, my website is starspangleddesigns.com. Uh, it, it's actually my website. It's not an Etsy type shop. It's my website. It is set up to be able to take your credit card. So you do not have to have PayPal or Venmo or any of that shit. Um, I, I simply want to make a brighter tomorrow together. We are the generation of people that end this corruption and build a bright new tomorrow together. hundred percent in agreement. So as y'all can tell, amazing 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 human being and uh so go check her out on whatever social media platform that you're on she's probably on there um she shares a wealth of information very knowledgeable and incredible researcher all right we'll talk to you guys next time all right bye-bye